Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Welcome into a Truth or Fiction Tuesday here on Critical Thinking. Of course, I am Andrew Coppins. As that wonderful intro noted, he is Pat Oney. Trying to be like me, wearing the glasses today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because, you know, they are blue light glasses. And mm. the eyes are a little tired this morning. So I'm like, I'm putting these on. Good call. Good call. But yes, you can follow us on the socials. I'm at the Coppin Show. He's at the Pat Oni Show. You know the drill by now. Make sure you're subscribed to the Rumble channel, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. You can watch us every single Monday through Friday when we're here. And of course, do not forget, you can also subscribe, download, rate, and review the podcast wherever you're finding it on your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, Again, all that we're going to ask of you this holiday season is continue to, if you're not even able to necessarily listen to the show, make sure you are entering into your podcasting application and just updating. Because when you have it subscribed and you have downloads on, the downloads matter. So even if you're unable in this busy, busy season to listen to us all the time, just keeping up with the downloads helps our numbers. Believe it or not, that will be very helpful to us. And the greatest gift that you can give us Tell one person this holiday season, one person about this program. Let them know that we exist. Let them know that um, we critically think and we are critical of the left and the right equally. Well, not equally, but um, fairly, I would say. Um, And let them know that we have a path of reviving liberty at our foot, as our footprint here. Not at our feet, but as our footprint. Uh, We are looking to get used to being different. 
We are looking at how we can root ourselves in God, how we can shine a light on the insanity, how we can be beacons of liberty in and of ourselves, even if this world is going to hell and a handbasket, no matter where you live, whether that's deep blue Chicago like I do or the reddest of red in Utah where Pat lives. That L haven't been said. This is a Truth or Fiction Tuesday by now. If you don't know it, well, um, you'll get hip to it. But the basic gist is this. We're going to each give each other a couple of statements. The other person is going to decide whether that statement is truth or fiction, and we discuss. Of course, we'll also have the B or not the B on today's program. And Pat, I'm going to go first. And my first truth or fiction for today, MAGA died last Tuesday. Truth or fiction? See, I'm going to have to go with fiction. Hmm. Okay. I don't think I don't think Maga died. I think Maga took a hit. I think Maga might have went down to the uh, the floor for a ten count. Okay. The question is, is Maga going to get back up? But I don't think it's dead yet. Um, I do think that nobody expected the outcome that that happened on election day last week let alone what's going on into this week mm-hmm. apparently it's now election season by the way now election day just yeah day seven out. of election day yeah um and, day and so eight, but whatever so i i think this is a result of not necessarily maga because some maga candidates did okay jd vance did well in ohio um trump has done well in ohio right um other places he hasn't done as well and and his followers have not done as well but i don't know that they're down and out um i do think that there is a change in the winds a little bit in terms of maga especially when you have someone like ron DeSantis that's climbing the ranks but it ain't dead shifting maybe but not dead okay I'm going to 100% wholly disagree with you. Okay. This is That's absolutely fine. fact. And and here's why. And, and let's let our listeners, our viewers decide which, which way they want to go here. I see your point, right, that there were some wins for MAGA, right? J.D. Vance is a great example. You can argue Ron DeSantis kind of rode the MAGA wave, but he represents something different. He, he may does. represent some of the same... Um, principles, if you will, but he the delivery is vastly different. Most importantly, I, and I, I he would agree. Also, that, yeah. comes from the world of sanity versus I, the rest I would also agree with that. of these people. But here's why I disagree with you, and why I think it died last Tuesday. Because Blake Masters, Alaska. Michigan governorship, Lee Zeldin losing in New York. And yes, we had talked about his ability to pull other people in to Congress, but he ultimately lost in a area in which some believed he was going to win. But it's not just these results, Pat. It's not just the, you know, the Doug Mastriano getting his ass kicked in Pennsylvania. Mehmet Oz, who is the ultimate, I think, the ultimate statement on MAGA. 
And here's why. Because he is a lesser version of Donald Trump himself. I want you to think about this, Pat. The lesser version of Donald Trump lost to a freaking vegetable. The people of Pennsylvania chose a man who cannot input data or output data. And what do I mean by that? He can't take in the words people are speaking to him, nor can he speak coherently coming back out. They chose that over the hand-picked Donald Trump candidate. Carrie Lake, it appears, is losing. Adam Laxalt lost in Nevada. Let's flip this on its head, though, Pat. Tim Michaels in Wisconsin, the governor, running against Skeletor, I mean, Tony Evers. He lost and lost bigly. Ron Johnson, whom has some of the mantle of the, at least the COVID portions of the MAGA Forever crowd, right? He won. It turns out the people who ran on sanity and away from the insanity of the MAGA Forever crowd won. I also want to pick up on this. 79% of the American public in the exit polling that was done on actual election day itself 79% of the American people either somewhat or strongly agreed with the statement that America was headed in the wrong direction. Did we see a red wave? Oh, no. no. Did we see a red tsunami, a red wedding? Uh, hell no. Did we even see a red fizzle? Oh, hell no. Not even that? Uh Uh-uh. Because in the Senate, they are going to pick up one seat on the Democratic side. That's right. The Democrats are picking up a seat. And that's that's including the the, the runoff between Warnock and Herschel Walker, right? Well, Warnock, uh, Warnock is already in. So he, he counts as an incumbent. Warnock is already the senator. But but my 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 point is is that they have a runoff in December. So that seat's not been decided yet, right? Right. So at best it's a 50-50 toss-up, but it's mm. not a majority. Okay? Right. Right. And the Democrats would have picked up a seat to get to 50-50 because by the way it would be it was 48-1 and 50 the other direction. Or 49, 49, 1, 49 and 1, the other direction, wow. right. because Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, right? Now it's 50-50. That's a, that's a L. That's not a, <clears throat> well, we underperformed. That is an L, as we have talked about on this program for the past, what, four or five um, programs. But who the hell is taking the L? It's every single MAGA Forever 
January 6th uh, conspiracy theorist out there. Every one of them got their ass handed to them. Okay? Or, <clears throat> oh, wait, now we're supposed to believe the elections now are stolen too. Now, we're going to get into, I think, this in a little bit, but I don't want to go totally down that road. What the American people more broadly, again, Pat, have said, 79% of the American people said, I don't like the direction of this country. We are not headed in the right direction. And what did they do? Turn around and vote the same groups in that have led them down this path? If that is not a repudiation of your ideology of what has taken place in this country over the last six years, if that is not a repudiation, I don't know what is. Let, let me ask you this. And, and maybe it's that you and I think about MAGA slightly differently. You know, I, I think that, that that could be a possibility here too. Um, Because I, I agree with a lot of the points that you're, you're pointing out here, but is that more because of the GOP putting up bad candidates or is that more of MAGA? It's more MAGA because yes, you're right. There are bad candidates, but every let's put it this way. It's what is the, the funny thing that is happening in this election? It seems that every time we have a close result, it's going one direction, right? That suddenly right. votes are found in one direction, if you will. And that direction right. is towards the other side. Okay, but the other weird coincidence is that in every single one of these cases, it is somebody who is MAGA forever. Right. Every single one of these individuals, there is not a single solitary MAGA forever person that really won an election that was contested. Not a single one of the individuals that were put up with that ideology, with that thought process. Right. The Doug Mastriano, the Don Baldricks, the Blake Masters, the Adam Laxalts of the world. All of them lost. You can go from governor to senator to congresspeople all across this country. I cannot point to other than J.D. Vance winning in Ohio, which, by the way, he didn't outpace Mike DeWine. Mike DeWine outpaced J.D. Vance in his victory there. Jeez. Uh, that, that's a comment for another day, but right. whether you agree or disagree that, that Mike DeWine is this the solid rock of conservatism or not, the point of the matter is this. The two people were on the same, on the exact same ballot. Right. You had the opportunity to vote for both of them and fewer people chose J.D. Vance than they did Mike DeWine. More people chose Tim Ryan and Mike DeWine. More people chose Ron Johnson. And this is the biggest mystery of all. Ron Johnson and Skeletor in Wisconsin. How do you square that? Right? How do you do that? So my point in all in putting all of this information together, how is MAGA not dead? The American people said we hate where we are as a country, and we also hate you. 
That's the reality of the situation, whether the MAGA Forever crowd wants to believe that or not. They, they gave you an ass beating all across this country in almost every single aspect of life. The only group that didn't get an ass kicking were the parents that stood up to the COVID insanity, that stood up to the woke ideology and the gender theory being shoved down their kids' throats in school boards across this country. But are those people MAGA forever? No, 99% of them are not. At the highest level, it was an utter repudiation of it. More importantly, we just had some polling come out, and I know that we don't want to trust necessarily all the polling, but when we look at the upcoming election here in 2024, in the four big primary states that are going to happen first, I believe, for the Republicans. Ron DeSantis has anywhere from a 7 to a 15-point lead over Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis has some. Now, you could say, but Andrew, what about the, what about the border first? What about this? What about, what about the policies? What about all those things? The American people, again, said, we hate the direction of the country and we also hate you. If the, it, They didn't embrace MAGA ideology, MAGA candidates, MAGA personalities, Donald Trump. They repudiated all of it. That's the reality that is in front of us, in my view. What, what, what do you say in response to all that? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess I know people that, that would – vote for Donald Trump in a heartbeat, but wouldn't necessarily vote for what would be considered another MAGA candidate. Um, and that, that's anecdotal, right? Um, and, that's my, and that's my point about MAGA, because right. MAGA is just Donald Trump. If Donald Trump goes away, Donald Trump is a, at least a critically wounded animal on the side of the highway who just got hit by oh. a semi. I, I I certainly agree with that. I certainly agree with that. I mean, but I guess for me, for MAGA to be dead, Donald Trump can no longer really be, I don't know if relevant is the right word, but where he does not have the sway in, the, in an election that he's had until recently. Right. And um, and, I, and to that point, Pat, again, I would ask this question. Where did he win? Every candidate that he backed got their ass handed to them with the exception of J.D. Vance. Right. And I, I guess I guess here's the thing. What happens when it, it when and I guess still technically if I mean, we, we all know what's happening here, but isn't it supposed it, to be today that he announces his candidacy anyway? <sighs> I thought he was going to do that a week ago, but I, I don't know anymore. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I am just, I'm, I'm at the point where I am just kind of sitting back, listening, taking it all in, trying to understand what in the hell happened. I, I'm not trying to make big predictions right now. I just, I'm like, okay, I just want to shut up and listen. I don't disagree and, and with that, but, but yeah. at the same point in time. There has to be a reckoning 
uh, as to what the absolute hell happened here. Oh, because, totally again, agree. I cannot square the fact that 79% of the American people said, yeah, we don't like the direction, and then kept the same freaking people in power. Yeah, totes agree with that. So Seriously. I can't square those two. So I'm looking at that and wanting to listen and understand how the American people got there. What I really want to do, though, Pat, is I want to find that Ron Johnson, uh, Skeletor, uh, Tony Evers um, voter. What? These are why diametrically I, I, opposed indiv individuals. They I, don't have a to, single thing in common with each other. Like there's not a single solitary thing that they would agree upon politically. I like not to have one. a few of them on, hmm? and we can just talk to them. Get, get a few of those kind of people on and just talk to them and, about it. Like, what, and look, what we will protect you your. We will protect your name. We'll protect your image. You know, we, we don't need any of that. I just want to know who. Well, how and why? How and why? You vote for Ron Johnson and Tony Evers because that's only, that is the only thing that put Tony Evers over the top in this election because it doesn't make sense. Ron Johnson won by a point and a half, but if you were to take Ron Johnson's vote total and then put it into Tony Evers' vote total, uh, there were a whole lot of crossover there because uh, Tim Michaels did not equal Ron Johnson in any way, shape, or form. In fact, it's almost the exact amount that uh, <laughs> that Ron John or that uh, Tony Evers won by. Uh, what? So when I go through all of these things, what I look at for MAGA, right? <clears throat> Donald Trump is. I don't care if he runs or not. Donald Trump's a dead man walking. He has no clout, no credibility. He's he spent the last week flailing around going after George Youngkin, turning people away from him, um, yeah. calling him Chinese. Uh, right? Because Youngkin. <laughs> what? Uh, he, which makes no sense. It makes zero sense. He has... Over the last week, it reminded every single person who held their nose and voted for him the last time around because um, buttress against socialism, right? It reminds those people of everything they hate about him. And guess what? There is an actual alternative out there. Potentially two now, by the way, when you look at Ron DeSantis and Glenn Youngkin. Because guess who, guess who he inadvertently thrust into that spotlight? Glenn yeah. Youngkin. And guess, yeah. guess what Glenn Youngkin did? The governor of Virginia with Winsome Sears, who, remind you, turned that entire state red. The governor, the lieutenant governor, the Senate, the House of Burgesses, the Secretary of State, all of the great parts of, of, that, of that state apparatus are all red. Hasn't happened in like 60 years. Yeah. Mm. Um, just, just for kicks, just for kicks. Would a more accurate statement be, and I, and I think I would even be willing to accept this, that MAGA is mostly dead, but not all dead, because there's a difference between mostly dead and all dead. I mean that th that's your if that's what you want to go with that's fine. I think it's totally dead. I Okay. Politically, policy, personality. The 3 Ps. Politics, policy, 
personality. Which one of those three is not dead? We just had not one, but two elections in which the American people said, screw you to the policy, to the personality, and to the politics of MAGA. 2016 was a win. In fact, I could argue we've had three elections. 2018, 2020, and 2022. Donald Trump was a loser in all three of those elections. All of them. MAGA. That that ideology lost all three of those elections. That's the reality of it. Once, twice, three times a loser would suggest that you are uh, you are donezo. Just, we, just, we talk about just, Beto O'Rourke, right? Say just talk about Stacey Abrams. <laughs> so, with that being said, Pat, what is your first truth or fiction? Well, I'm I'm going to adjust my my truth or fiction here because we we kind of answered. Lots of what I initially had in that initial discussion, um, but I want to I want to look at Carrie Lake for a minute. Truth or fiction? Mm-hmm. Because as of right now, Katie Hobbs is projected to win Arizona governorship. As yeah, of right, because now. I believe it's um, the remaining vote total that's out there. Carrie Lake would have to win like ninety percent of it, and that just ain't going to happen. No. Um, so, so that being said, we, we know there's shenanigans that was going on in Arizona. We, we just, we just know that at this point, I'm not going to sit here and say, Ooh, the election was stolen. No, we, we have to prove that. Okay. And that will take forever to prove most likely. Um, but truth or fiction, Carrie Lake should challenge the results of that election. Fiction. And here's why. Because what does that do? What is that going to accomplish? Unless you have the goods, unless you have the ability to say, hmm, yeah, I can prove that Maricopa County was uh, was stuffing ballots at, at, you know, throughout the last week. What does that prove? And So I want to be clear on this because I want to make sure that I'm not going to step on your toes. Okay. Okay. Because your second one that, because we talk about these off air, obviously, so that we're not tripping over each other on, on what we're doing, but I'm not, uh, here's what I'm going to say on this one. She shouldn't be challenging the election results because what does that do? It reminds everybody of exactly what they repudiated and hated. Within the the MAGA crowd, that, that's the election really- was stolen. The election was stolen. January sixth, the election was stolen. The election was stolen. Election was stolen. There's a way to make that same case that you're making without saying the words "the election was stolen." Right, and I'm not saying. Right. So what I am what I am saying is that it doesn't make any sense for Carrie Lake to do that. Because it only hurts her. She is arguably, this is the craziest part for me. She is arguably the single best candidate I have ever seen run on the Republican side. Smart. Hip to the game of today. She can think on her feet. 
And most importantly, she delivers a whole package. And it's still lost. What do you do with that? Again, that's why we want, we're talking about sitting back, listening, trying to process. Because I don't think there's an answer. Or like Not one yet, smoking but... gun answer here. It, and so I think it's important. And Ben Shapiro pointed this out, which I happen to agree with. The side that gets the political message first wins. And what was the political message sent on last Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, right? What is the message, right? And it seems as if the Republican Party gets most of that message already, okay? That's that's a good news situation. The other good news situation is that the Democrats are signaling this is a massive um, not just repudiation of politics as they have been, but a endorsement of the leftist agenda. And I don't think that's what the American people are telling you. So go ahead and take that message away because you will get your ass handed to you the next election. Whoever understands the 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 message the American people were sending to both parties first wins. And that's the reality of the situation. <clears throat> so for Carrie Lake, getting the message it means what? Not going down the road of conspiracy theory, not going down the road of contesting the election. What I would suggest is that she becomes a massive advocate for electoral change. And, and here's what I mean by this. Katie Hobbs, her job is the Secretary of State of Arizona, right? Mm -hmm. What has she been in charge of? Elections. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to suggest one bit that there was actual foul play. But when you are the Secretary of State and you are about to run for the governor of the state that you are secretary of state in. You resign as the secretary of state. Did Katie Hobbs do that? No. No. Conflict of interest much? So if you're, if you're Carrie Lake, how do you affect change going forward? Because this was a close election. You do two things. You become an absolute advocate for reform of the elections in that state, number one. And number two, you become a strong Ron DeSantis ally. Every chance you get, you appear with Ron DeSantis. Every chance that Ron DeSantis, every chance that you get to talk about how you um, agree with that movement, how you want to take and model some of the aspects of the successes of the state of Florida to Arizona, you win. She has a bright future ahead of her, in my view. I think she runs again in uh, in 2026 and probably wins. There's uh, there, there's also another silver lining here, you know, because a lot of people have thought, well, she, she could be a great, you know, presidential mm -hmm. pick or a great even VP pick. 
this does technically open her up. If you know, if Ron DeSantis runs, I mean, she could possibly be a VP pick for him if if he runs. That is possible. It is more possible now than what it would be if she had won the governorship in Arizona. Um, potentially, but I think the loss hurts her on that stage. <clears throat> True. It would be like picking Stacey Abrams for me. What you talking about, Willis? You, you you couldn't carry the state, right? So the reason you would pick somebody like that would be to help you carry that state over the finish line. True, which is why Kim Reynolds would be still be a better choice. In my view, in my view, yeah. Iowa doesn't carry enough clout for me to. To care about that. Fair enough. Because it is already deep red. But I said the same thing about Mike Pence in 2016. And right, you were right. I mean, what was the point right. of putting him out there? The only reason Mike Pence got that gig is because he was the sane, right? The 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 vision of sanity in that insane campaign, right? That's why right. he did that. And it was a it was a toss of the bone, if you will, to the um, more mainstream conservative, if you will, right? Now, all of that notwithstanding, Pat, I think it is time for us to move on. Let's play a little bit of the B or not the B before we get into our second truth or fictions. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So today's headline on the B or not the B, if it will pull up at any point in time. All right, so here's today's headline. Uh-huh. The U.S. national soccer team replaces the American flag on their jersey with the pride flag. The U.S. national soccer team replaces the American flag on their jersey with the pride flag. Is this the B or not the B? And while you're thinking about that, do not forget, folks, if you live in Illinois or anywhere else and you are looking to make a move either to Illinois, from Illinois, to Chicago, from Chicago... I've got you covered. Andrew Coppins, real estate agent with Exit Strategy Realty here in Chicago. Um, there's a lot of things that are changing in this marketplace and a lot of things that um, need to be very specific to your individual situation. So if you want to book a consult with me, go to closewithcoppins.com. Again, closewithcoppins.com. Let's go ahead and book that consult so that I can understand your needs, your wants, and let's get your situation right. And by the way, if I, if I, can help you outside of the state of Illinois, here's how I can do it. I can get you in touch with an agent that I trust, somebody that I personally can vouch for that will work best for you. That is key because here's the reality, Pat. Nine times out of 10, the first real estate agent that is in front of somebody will be their agent. Have they vetted them? Do they understand whom they are, what they believe? More importantly, do they understand your needs, wants, and how to get results for you? How do you know that? You need to actually do your homework. And a great way to do that is even if you don't know any real estate agents in the area, but you probably know somebody else who is a real estate agent. And if you trust that person, let them do the referral work for you. They can get you an agent that they will trust, that they personally can vouch for. And I 
think that's pretty much gold these days. Again, you can go to closewithcoppins.com. You can always DM me on um, TikTok or Instagram. Uh, that is at closewithcoppins as well. Um, so you can follow me there uh, for all of your real estate needs. Again, that's closewithcoppins.com or Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, at closewithcoppins. All right, with that out of the way, Pat, do you need the headline one more time? One more time. The U.S. national soccer team replaces the American flag on their jersey with the bride flag. Is this the B or not the B? I'm going to go with not the B. Because sure? I can totally see them doing that. Totally see them doing that, especially on a world stage anymore. I mean, in my, I mean, besides basketball, I mean, soccer is up there for me in terms of woke sports. So, yeah, I can totally see them doing it. Good instinct because you are correct. Yes, the U.S. national soccer team just replaced the American flag colors on their jersey with the pride flag. Now, what you need to know, Pat, is that the the, the badge, right, the, the USA soccer badge, right? Uh-huh. It's got yeah. the stars and stripes on it, right? Okay. The stripes have now turned from red, like they were on there, to the pride colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The World Cup is being played in Qatar or Qatar this year. And for this trip to the Middle Eastern nation, the U.S. soccer uh, has decided that instead of representing their country with classic red, white, and blue on their jerseys, they will instead feature the rainbow gay pride flag colors. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop this right here because this is where they actually get this story wrong. It's not what the U.S. men's national team is actually doing. Okay, that's not what's actually happening. What they are doing, though, Pat, because here's the reality of the situation, right? In Qatar, if you're gay, you die. Right. I was about to ask you that question. Is that why they're doing this? So they're 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 not the only ones making a stand. And there are fan bases all across the globe who have been making this stand. Don't go to Qatar. Don't go to Qatar. Don't spend your money there. Make a make a statement, right? And, and that's your prerogative. Personally, I wouldn't be going, and it's not because of their stance on this. It's because I refuse to spend money in a nation in which they enslaved people to build the stadiums, allowed them to die in squalor by the hundreds of thousands, by the way. Is, that's is that why bigger, I refuse to go there. Is is that a bigger problem than than the whole LGBTQ yeah. Yeah. little mm-hmm. repo going yes. on over there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I, according I to the Daily Mail, uh, the U.S. men's national team have made a huge statement at the World Cup in Qatar by redesigning their crest to incorporate the rainbow flag in a bid to show solidarity with the LGBTQ LMNOP alphabet soup community. The tournament, which starts on Sunday and sees the U.S. play their opener against Wales on Monday, has been hugely controversial in its buildup, giving Qatar's human rights record and attitude to homosexuality. As recent as this month, a Qatar World Cup ambassador told a German TV broadcaster that homosexuality was, quote, damaged to the mind, and it remains illegal to be gay in the conservative Muslim country. Now, what they want you to believe is that they're going to wear that crest Right. As they represent the United States of America on the field come Monday. Right. Right. That's not what's happening. 
So what they have done is they've taken, so everybody has a training ground, right, that they use in, in a, a base of operations, right, all 32 teams, right? So what the United States has done is is instead of wrapping their training base in like the messaging of like, so they have this campaign called One Nation, right? And it's meant to be one nation, no matter what you believe and in, in what, what you practice and blah, 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 right? It's a great message. One nation. Under God is the next part of that, but hey, okay. So they've taken that messaging and instead, and all they've done is replaced the the red, white, and blue parts of the rest of that messaging with the gay pride um, flag and all that stuff, okay? So they're sending a message, right? But they're not replacing it on their uniform. They're just putting it as a statement in the on the training ground. Do I necessarily have a problem with that? No. Do I think it's a little bit hypocritical of the woke left? Yeah. And here's why, Pat. Um, last time I checked, the woke left tells us that uh, shut up and don't be a bigot, and uh, you can't inf- in- impose your morality on me, right? How dare you suggest that there's a moral right and righteous and a right and wrong? Yet, they're doing the very same thing to the Qatari government and the Qatari people. Well, we in the West are so progressive and woke that um, our ideology is the correct one. Now, I will suggest that stoning and killing people simply for being homosexual is terrible, horrible, no good, very bad. Right? I can't. Right. I, I firmly believe that. But But this is coming from the... If I firmly believe that my religious value tells me, right, if my religious value tells me that marriage is between a man and a woman, I'm a bigot, right? These very same people that tell me I have to accept their woke ideology or else how dare you, you oppressor, are now attempting to do what? Force their ideology on somebody else. So there is a moral right and wrong. There is a there is a black and white, if you will, on this morality, right? Now there is? How far are you going to go with this, right? Is your demand now what? That uh, these people have to um, change all of their laws. And it's not just that homosexuality shall be accepted. It's that, that now it must be celebrated by the Muslim majority nation? Um, what you talking about? Also, but we know. have to, but we also have to accept uh, the Muslim religion. Mm. I just don't know that I get over. I, I just can't get over the fact that um, you you are prioritizing this LGBTQ elemental P woke agenda. Yep, if yep. you will, mm-hmm. over slavery. I, I I can't I can't get over that. I'm like are, are, your one protestation of is homosexuality. Mm. You're perfectly okay with shutting up and playing the game when hundreds of thousands of people that built the stadiums died building them. 
Mm. They died because of safety issues. They died of malnutrition. They died of squalor. There was a report some four years ago, I believe, from ESPN. You can go look at it. Outside the lines, Jeremy Schapp was there. Follow the journey of people from Nepal, right, that were coming to build the stadiums in Qatar who had their passports revoked, taken away. They became slaves, literally slaves, because they don't exist on paper in that country. They became slaves to the Qatari government to build the stadiums, to build all the accoutrements of the World Cup. Hundreds of thousands of them died. And and what did the entire world do? Shut up and played all of the games to get you to the World Cup, to make the multi-billions of dollars that you're going to make. You shut up and played. Yep. This is this is the line in the sand that you're drawing literally and figuratively. See what I did there? Yeah. yeah. That's LGBT the line in the sand too. that you have? Not the fact mm-hmm. that human beings died like yep. in squalor, in slavery, to this is play the game away. that you're playing come Sunday. That's the stand that you're that that's the boom moment. What the hell is going on? Which which while here's the thing. Because I've watched the World Cup before. I'm not a soccer fan, but like World Cup is usually, you know, pretty entertaining stuff. It's a fantastic celebration of the globe. That's what it is. I I agree. I agree. In my my view, it's a better celebration of the globe than the Olympics. uh, Anymore. But here's here's the other thing. And it always has been. I would would, uh, even go as far as to say, like, this is a great time for just like us as a country. To just forget politics for a while and root for a common interest being Team USA. Yeah. And, and <coughs> I mean, we play Wales on Monday. Okay. Yeah. At 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. In fact, all of our games, by the way, are going to be 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central. Uh, so noon. So you can take your lunch break for two hours, Pat. <laughs> Um, I see. Here's the thing, though. I don't know. If I'm going to watch a minute of it. So I, I obviously I'm going to. Um, I I mean, we just got back to the World Cup after missing out last time around. Now this right. is a dog shit team, in my view. Like I, I just I'm not impressed by the by the roster here. Really not. I mean, Christian Pulisic, the kind of the the main guy there. He hasn't been in great form for Chelsea. He has not been playing well. We have a lot of holes that we need to fill thanks to injuries and other issues going on. But we play Wales on Monday. The day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, right? Everybody's off. Everybody's going to whatever. 1 p.m. Central Time, so 2 p.m. Eastern, we play freaking England. As one of my uh, friends who owns a soccer bar here in Chicago told me, this Uh is going to be the drunkest day in American history. Because you've got all the British expats, you've got, you know, the the World Cup crowd that does this every few years. But most importantly, nobody has any responsibilities the next day, right? It's not like you go to the World Cup celebration and then leave. He's like, this is going to be the drunkest America has ever been. I was like, you're probably <laughs> right on that. And then we play Iran after that. But so we have geopo- geopolitics like crazy in this game. Uh, so in this group, it's going to be fascinating. I, I just... I'm going to struggle to like just 
Yes. Is 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 just out of curiosity, do you do you think uh, England will finally get its revenge for uh, seventeen seventy six on the in that game? Um, it, it it largely has not it largely has not been successful, by the way, because we beat their ass the last time we were in the World Cup. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the worst That's goalkeeping good. blunders of all time, by the way. Uh, Paul Robinson, right through the legs and the hands. Whoopsies. <laughs> uh, now, sorry to remind all the expats out there from Britain, but um, sorry, not sorry. That being said, though, Pat, um, your final truth or fiction here, because we are running low on time. Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll make this this quick. Uh, and like I said, I'm, I'm switching these up from what I initially had just because I think we kind of answered them. And plus, there's just certain things I don't want to touch yet. That being said, uh, truth or fiction. Abortion was a much bigger issue in this election than what we originally had thought. I'm going to withhold judgment on this one. Okay. And here's why. Let me ask you a very simple question. Sure. If you just generally polled all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Um, anyway, if you polled all the single ladies and they told you that they voted 70-30 for the Democrats, what would that tell you? Um that abortion I mean, was a big issue for them, right? You was going to say you could you could you could say that. You could make that argument from that. Yes, you're right. Okay. But what okay. if I told you that of all of those people that were polled, all the single ladies, 90% of them um that voted f- for Democrats voted in urban areas. Does that change the equation? Yes, it does. Yes. Why? Because that wasn't an effect on the election. Urban areas in this country, by and large, with the exceptions of places like Savannah, Jacksonville, Tampa, Miami in this election, right? By and large, and by the way, Fort Worth actually went back to red this time around. But by and large, 99% of every single urban area is going to be voting blue no matter what, okay? Does that affect... The only way that... I would suggest that if we can find the data that says in key races in key states, right? If in, let's say, for example, in Arizona, that that demographic outperformed that that same demographic in the 2020 election or in the, the 2018 midterm. Mm. OK, maybe you have a case. But the suggestion that single women uh, under the age of, from 18 to 29, I think, is the demographic that they had put out there. They're going to vote blue 70-30 anyway. So I, I, I haven't seen the data that would suggest to me that this is necessarily the, and this is the point of shutting up and listening, right? This is the point right, right. of, no, I agree. We, mm-hmm. we don't understand the data necessarily, is that, okay, yeah, you're right. You could tell me that 70% of the single women that went out and voted, okay, did they vote in red states like that? And did they affect elections in red states? <clears throat> Were they the difference between Blake Masters winning and losing an election? Except for Blake Masters underperformed Carrie Lake, and Carrie Lake is also equally pro-life. 
you know, Doug Mastriano versus Mehmet Oz, uh, Tudor Dixon, right? Uh, mm. You can look at Ron Johnson and and, and uh, Tim Michaels, right? How how do you explain the, the those differences? Because that's what really matters to me. At the end of the day, yes, it's important to understand that seventy percent of the single women in America voted for uh, voted for abortion was a top issue for them, and they voted blue. Okay, but what did that actually affect? My my answer is yeah. nothing. Right now, there's nothing pointing, nothing data wise that points to they that that was a voting block that swung the election. My firm belief system right now, if I had to guess based on data, is that the independent voter, not the I'm already pro-abortion, but the independent voter believed the status quo was better than the unknown. And, and, and here's why I believe that, Pat, because, again, you can't square with me. Ron Johnson and Tony Evers, you can't square with me some of these other crazy-ass election results in which the Republican wins this but loses this side, or this side wins but that side loses, right? J.D. Vance, uh, a 5% 5 uh, underperformer, right? I get Herschel Walker underperforming Brian Kemp. I totally do. Because Herschel Walker is a dogshit candidate. But that's where I'm looking at it, right? What are the if you're telling me that that 70% of the independent women in red states went blue and that's what affected an election in Arizona? Okay, great. But point me in that direction. I don't see any of it. You're giving me this is the point of data can and stats can tell you anything. Great. Yeah, right. you're right. Okay, it was a it was a it was an important issue for the single women from 18 to 29. Okay, but what portion of those 18 to 29-year-old voters voted in rural areas? How many of them voted in urban centers, right? And if that right. is 90-10, it doesn't freaking matter. They were going to vote that way anyway. So so this I, I get what your I get your point on this, and, and I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I, I, I hope I'm wrong in this, but I, I tend to come down with truth on this. And now and like I said, I'm gonna sit down, shut up, and listen as well, because I, I want to be wrong on this. I do. I'm going with truth because I look at places like Michigan, where you have Gretchen Whitmer that won, and also you have Bless look you. at all the pro-life legislation that failed. Yeah, Montana had uh, a interesting. This is a part of the machinations of of how you put stuff on the ballot problem for right. me. But you're right. There are some pro-life things that failed, like in Montana, in where in Michigan, right? Yeah, Michigan. I was going to say those are the two two states that come to mind initially. Right. But then again, can you point to me the single lady crowd is the the group that affected that? Because if hmm. I, I don't see that necessarily being the end all be all of how these things got over the finish line the way that they did. That's maybe not. Point. Again, I hope that's where I hope I'm wrong. But, but more more importantly, Pat. I would rather be standing on the side of life always. Sure. And lose every damn election from here until the end of my days. Because I would save millions upon millions of lives doing so. I agree. It is I worth agree. losing every effing election to me. 
hear me out, pro-abortion. I'm going to stand on the side of protecting life from the beginning of it to the end of it. You support not just abortion at the beginning of it, but you also, by about a 75-25 margin, support what? Assisted suicides and killing and euthanizing the old, the infirmed, the sick. Look at what's going on in Canada right now. The left literally has now said what about that? You can self-diagnose and under the age of 18 without parental consent go for an assisted suicide. In what sane pro-life world does that happen? It doesn't. Doesn't. So guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of I care about you in the womb until you die. How does that sound? A die a natural death or die a death, however that happens for you, outside of killing yourself. Because that is a mortal sin. I, I don't care. I will lose every one of those elections, every one of them, Pat. Now, I'm with you there. I've got a real quick second truth or fiction. The real red wave that actually mattered and should have always mattered was the school boards flipping to red candidates all over America. Truth or fiction? I go with truth on that, 100%. Because what what impacts you more, your school board elections or your federal elections? If you have kids, it's your school board election. Yeah. And by the exactly. way, if you don't have kids, it's still your school board election. Why? Pat, why would that be? Um, well, I'm assuming you're going down the road of property tax. No, I'm going down the road of what they are teaching the next generation True. will impact yeah. you as you go on in life. True. That's also a point, too. Yeah. So people always ask me, why do I care about the local school stuff here in Chicago or elsewhere, right? Uh It's because, number one, I pay property taxes for that school. My money is paying your ass, okay? That's number one. And number two is that indoctrination center affects my ability to live life going forward. Because as I get older, the groups of people in power, the groups of people that will maintain power are the people that you're indoctrinating today. It's just that simple. And I agree with you 100% this is truth. Winning these school board elections and bringing some sort of sanity back in a wider swath, ending the stupid drag queen stuff, ending the the stupid pride flags and all that shit in the classrooms, right? Ending the uh, or affecting the end of the woke ideology as much as you humanly possibly can. How do you how do you how do you defeat a cancer, right? How do you defeat even a, a wart? You root it out completely, right? You get to the root, you dig to the root, and you take it out. That's how you do this. 
And that's the school board is that tool that you start rooting this stuff out. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. This is a generational thing, but it has to start somewhere. And that somewhere is on your school board. Because once it goes from the school board to the people that are being taught in those classrooms, those people then go on to the next level of education or the next level of life and are affected differently than the group that just came before them four years ago. It is the fastest, quickest, and smartest way to affect life in America. And if you believe, like I do, and like Pat does, that we are seeing the spirit of the age running amok through all of our institutions, especially education, especially academia, that's where it starts and that's where it's going to have to end. And winning these types of elections matters. It matters more than than the presidency. It matters more than all of that other stuff because it is right in your backyard. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And for Andrew's next day of his birthday month, quote unquote, he gets cough medicine. (laughs) Please be smart, be safe, be kind. Do not forget to eat all your meals today. And as always, Matthew 547. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.